Hi, I'm Coach Landry, and the topic is three enticing ways to improve communication and intimacy. So we all know that being a good listener goes a long way to increasing harmony and intimacy in a relationship, but what about the person doing the talking, right? So can he or she say whatever is on their mind and hope for the best? The simple answer is no. For a relationship to really shine, the speaker must share in responsibility of making sure the conversation goes smoothly. So how can you express yourself and your needs in a way that both honors the relationship and gives you the best chance of meeting your needs, right? Because anytime you're, you're talking to your partner, what you're really trying to accomplish is you want to communicate your needs and then you want to find a compromise, something, some kind of resolve, some kind of uh, devotion to the issue so that you can move on and move forward with your needs being met. So by using what I call the three laws of speaking, the word law might sound a bit strong, but if a couple knows what to expect when they communicate with a partner, they're apt to feel safer, which is likely to foster closeness and intimacy. So law of speaking number one, you have a choice, right? So probably one of the biggest myths perpetuated by pop psychology or books and magazines that you see at the checkout is notion that it's healthy to let all your feelings out. Wrong. This idea came from Freud's hydraulic model of emotions. He wrote that unexpressed feelings can build up if not released in it and eventually exert so much pressure on a dam that it breaks flooding the entire system. Modern research has shown the flaws in this model, especially in regards to certain negative feelings. For example, results from uh, numerous studies that I've read about show that cathartic expression of anger only leads to increased feelings of anger. Okay, so think about that. My, cl- my clinical work that I did while in school also supports this. So I've observed over and over again, the couples meet with disaster when they mistakenly assume that it's a good thing to share all their thoughts and feelings, you know, whenever and however the mood strikes them. That's a falsehood. Don't believe the hype. Don't buy into it and uh, don't overwhelm. So to put it in more practical terms, you must remember that you have a choice simply because your experience you know, a feeling that doesn't mean you have to express it right then and there. Imagine, for example, that you're checking your credit card statement online and you, you're angry about something your partner bought, right? You think, ah, it's an extra, you know, extravagant purchase and you wish you could have been consulted. Given that you're angry, I'm going to I'm gonna show you a list of choices that your mind goes through and you eventually choose one of these four. Whether or not you're going to express your feelings to your partner. Maybe you'll decide it's not really a good time or a big deal after all. Another one you'll go through is when to express your feelings to your partner. Do you choose to say something at the very moment? And do you uh, experience that kind of feeling where, you know, or do you wait till you calm down? Do you find time when your partner might be more receptive? Another feeling you're going to go through is how you express your feelings to your partner. Do you yell, scream, whine, pout? Do you calmly tell your partner how you feel? Are you direct? Or do you express your, you know, your anger and feelings passively, perhaps by doing something to retaliate or get even. Another one is how you'll care for yourself and your relationship. Do you take steps to soothe yourself and calm yourself down? You don't always have to tell your partner, you know, that, you know, it's one of those things where it's almost hard to read sometimes because you can, 
you can do it to where you don't tell your partner every feeling about every incident, but you have other options, right? I mean, you can write in a journal, you can exercise, reading something funny, or do you go over it all in your mind a hundred times before that your partner has done something that's made you angry in the past, so you're just adding fuel to your fire. So that's that's a careful one to talk about. So it might seem like I'm asking you to be over-controlled in your expressions or feelings, but I'm not. Certainly being emotionally shut down is not the way to create a healthy relationship, but the benefits of expressing your feelings must be balanced against the potential to do harm to the integrity of your relationship. Remember, people can't unhear things, and to do your your partner's self-esteem, you know, the key is when and how you express your feelings. Law number two, the law of speaking, number two. Assume responsibility for your thoughts and feelings. In communication with your partner, you must accept the fact that you alone are not responsible for, you know, that that they are not responsible for your feelings and you're not responsible for theirs. No one can make you mad. You assign a value to everything you hear and do. You choose your reactions. Certainly external factors can conspire to make it more likely that you'll feel one way or the other. But for example, if your spouse approaches you in a, or your partner approaches you in a loud argumentative tone accusing you of something you didn't do, you're likely to feel somewhat self-righteous and defensive, right? But it's up to you whether to act on these feelings or to change your thinking in such a way that the other's feelings can you know, other a way that the other feelings can take their place. And what you know, one of the things I said in my last segment is happiness is a choice. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, look at it different. If you can't look at it different, it's time to move on. You might know that your spouse or partner has been under a lot of pressure lately and your empathy card might allow you to react in a completely different, much more generous manner. Ultimately, we all create our own reality, right? So keeping this in mind, you can you can polish the rough edges of your statements by prefacing them with I think or I feel. Because this alerts your partner to the fact that you're owning your thoughts and feelings. You're making it perfectly clear that you realize that it's your perspective and that perspective is subjective. Okay? So think about that and remember that. Laws of speaking number three, speak with kindness and clarity. It's helpful when you're when you're talking with your partner about some negative feelings for some complaint. Uh, also to include, but include positive feelings you have too, right? So for example, if you're annoyed that your partner didn't do the dishes as he or she promised, You could begin your conversation noting how much you appreciate the time that they do spend with the kids in the evening or that they do spend, you know, trying to get caught up with things for the next day for work. And you know that that work is a byproduct of what helps pay the bills in the house that you both live in. But you might also say, I know you've been working hard all day, but I really need your help with the dishes tonight. If you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate it and do it, you know, in in a manner that's not undermining, undertoning, sarcastic, okay? Also show your partner you're aware of the impact your statements may have, okay? You might start out by saying, I know it's hard for you when I say things that sound critical. Remember, your partner's your friend, your lover, and your companion. Your goal is not only to communicate your feelings, but also to graciously as possible do it. So in addition, speak with them speak with as much clarity as you can muster, right? So by clarity, I mean stay in the present, don't dredge up old dirt, and stick with the salient points. No matter what the content, aim for self-expression to be the opportunity to strengthen the core feelings and love and affection that originally drew you both together. Remember, when you meet somebody, even though you evolve, the core of why you met needs to maintain intact throughout your entire relationship until death. 
right? So if you get married, you want to be with the same person that you married. You don't want someone completely different. It's different, you know, child dies, you have some kind of traumatic thing, but we're talking, we're talking, you know, normal stuff. So summary of the key points here is state your views as your own thoughts and feelings, acknowledging your subjectivity, begin your statements with I think or I feel rather than you never or you always, okay? When you're expressing negative emotions or criticisms, also include positive feelings you have about your partner or the situation. Make sure your statements are as specific as possible. And while expressing yourself, demonstrate your respect for your partner by showing that you're aware of the impact that your statements may have. Show that you care about your partner's feelings. I mean, it's that simple. Stick to one subject at a time. I call this the fireman's code in relationships. When a fireman goes into a house that's on fire, they put out one room at a time. They don't try to put out the entire fire at one time. Okay, so by following these guidelines, you'll learn to express yourself in a manner that not only shows respect for your partner, but also helps you you present your own needs and wishes in a way that makes your partner more willing to help bring you know you closer together. So really consider these factors and, and you know listen to this video one to two three you know three times four times whatever it takes for you to really absorb the information. So if you'd like to book a personal session, contact me at the email below. And if you found this information of value, show your appreciation by clicking the PayPal donation link below. And I will talk to you soon.